Max, cut him down. I knew these men. Green Bavets. Welcome to Predator Minute, the podcast that analyzes the 1987 action sci-fi classic Predator one minute at a time. I'm your host, John Zabriskie. And I'm Jeff Glover. And with us, we have returning champions from the Indiana Jones Minute. Hello, I'm Tom Taylor. Hey, I'm Jerry Porter. Thanks for having us back again. Thanks for coming back. We Thank really appreciate you so you. much for being here. Yes. Yeah, Sorry, I was I'm slow back. on the uptake. I'm snacking on entrails <laughs> over here, and they're just they're repeating on me a little bit. I apologize. Delicious. <laughs> you really got to dig around in there. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. It's worth it. So <laughs> about that. Minute 17 opens with Billy retreating from his exciting discovery, and it ends with Dutch telling Dylan that he knew these men. Dylan! Dylan! Green Berets. (laughs) (laughs) And here we are actually having a minute where we're seeing a lot of stuff happen. We're seeing every single member of the team doing something in this this short scene, this short reaction scene for everybody um, as they come across these bodies. Namely, Billy turns around and runs about five feet and just looks like he is exhausted already emotionally and physically looking up at apparently the rest of the team who, if you looked at the previous minute, you wouldn't know followed him all the way up (laughs) because the previous minute did such a good job of just putting him by himself, making this discovery uh, on his own. And oops, that's where I'll open things up as it were predator style. Well, what what if this um this was Predator's sort of Thanksgiving cornucopia feast, <laughs> and it was really just an invitation <laughs> to um I don't know join him or something. Oh sure, like sort Thanksgiving of, sort of an... was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> trying to make peace. <laughs> you know, yeah, just with make the fun. you know he's he's the interloper, he's the alien, so to speak. Mm, he's the and, pilgrim. Um, Yes, that's right. He's a pilgrim and he's kind of just, you know, he just thought, well, you know, let me share in, in you know, the the, the uh, bounty and bountiful goodness. It's sort of a human cornucopia. Right. This a is horn what, of plenty. This is what you guys like, right? You like you, like you right? Just <laughs> without the skin. <laughs> yeah. There's there's no higher honor on my planet of, of serving you your own kind. So so here and you go. The I love you over, guys. The predator will give everyone smallpox. Yeah. 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 Have some blankets. I'll, I'll take your land. I'll take your land and here's some smallpox. God bless. Got any gold? I'll take that too. So we get some good uh finally we get some good shots of the uh of the skinned bodies here, kind of a, uh, a shot from afar. And mm-hmm. uh, we really can see them in all their disgusting glory in these first yeah. couple seconds yeah. of the minute. I've never felt worse for any extras in any movie. <laughs> <laughs> At about second three, we get a nice close up of the kind of upside down uh, kind of skinned face with the skull and the mouth open. It's a really good horror gore moment, kind of the first moment. Yeah. yeah. Is is that Hopper with the pretty smile? <laughs> they all have pretty smiles, Jerry. <laughs> now. The one with his eye on you. I think that's meant to be Hopper. I think that's meant to be our guy, the, the main guy we're, we're, we're tracing through the jungle, to, who is also 
or not the main guy we're chasing to the jungle, the main guy who we just found their tracks and wondered like, who does this American equipment belong to? And like instantly yeah. find out, oh, uh, that's who it belonged to. He does have that hopper moxie in his eyes. <laughs> definitely hopper. It's more like a hanger to me. I don't know. He's more like a gym hanger. <laughs> I knew, didn't know him, but with hanging go round. <laughs> if, if you have a if you have a character, and this is the only way he's, <laughs> he's introduced. You know, you got a guy in the movie, a character. This is the way he's introduced to you, and then you name him Hopper. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's Real so joke. funny. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Someone threw him in the hopper after, you know, in the, in the old yeah. human factory. I'm like, I ah, just throw it in the hopper. <laughs> well, I'm, you know, I'm imagining. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm just saying. I'm imagining like a pet bunny or something. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this bunny. <laughs> Hopper. Oh my lord! Moving you guys along. After uh, these first couple seconds, we get uh, we find out that uh, apparently Poncho is Catholic. Perhaps he mm-hmm. a nice little cross in front of his body with his fingers. As yeah. he there are no atheists in the foxholes. Yeah, <laughs> or he's only Catholic. Yeah, when. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what? I So I thought this was, what you know, the quote is, Holy Mother of God. Holy Mother of God. You know, and, and, and I, I wondered, you know, is that scarier? This is a very solemn moment here. And, you know, <laughs> is that it, it's, it's almost the exhale after we see all the right. classic gore. And when he says, Holy Mother of God, is that scarier than saying, Jesus Christ? <laughs> I think I th- it is. I think I think so. I think it really like yeah. it, it's like a mouthful to to say out there and yeah, uh, it also paints our soldiers as like oh, like taken aback by this, not something that they're normally seeing on their missions. Yeah. Same. And it's almost yeah. it's it's almost something like that you'd hear in like the exorcist. Yeah. Or something, you know, it's it's right. it's uh yeah, it's 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 it has a sense of the supernatural like you really need to be uh you know prostrate to whatever has just done this right yeah you're not just uttering something like oh my god you're saying like uh mother of god i need help yeah exactly (laughs) i need something holy i need something Something horrible happening right Right. jesus christ feels a little more vulgar a little more you know something to say day to day but holy mother of god is is a little heavier yeah. 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 What else yeah. could he have said? He could have just gone, oh, jeez. Go, oh. There goes Hopper again. <laughs> How about, oh, God damn it. <laughs> Mice and rats. <laughs> if we saw a coach that used to say, cheese and crackers, son. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, my, um, one of my other co hosts, my brother Aaron, who hasn't been on for a long time, long time, uh, he long says, time. <laughs> Thank you. He says cheese and rice uh, occasionally. <laughs> cheese and rice. <laughs> cheese and rice. But Jerry, I don't know if you noticed the dog tag that um, Mac Mac flings Mac. to Dutch. Mac. It says Hopper. It says his blood type, his social security number, I imagine. And then it says Catholic. It's kind of hard to, oh. to, oh. to, to see. But yeah, and I remember from the last crusade minutes that you'd always – Go into some element of Catholicism, namely 
the Saints. And the Saints were just a fascinating piece minute by minute. Something I always like was excited to hear um, you explain, Porter. Um, but <laughs> that, that made me think right away, like, is there a famous saint? Because I'm going to tie it. Like, here's me like artificially tying it into your minute. But is there a famous saint uh, who is who is you know, killed by skinning. And there was one of the 12 apostles, St. Bartholomew was skinned alive, beheaded, oh. uh, castrated. Oh. As, <laughs> you know, he's, he's a good apostle. He's, he's spreading the word where I guess you shouldn't have spread it. Um, yeah. So oh. Doing my own little Jeez. Jerry. He's the first green beret. <laughs> yeah. <He's> the first <laughs> yeah. They got, you know, I think they, they would try and sometimes, especially in the early church there, they would kind of try and one up it. Like, you know, Jesus was crucified, you know, and so St. Peter was crucified uh, upside down upside down at his own yeah. request. Rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of take it one other, you know, and I guess if you're castrated, flayed, I mean, you know. <laughs> Peter will now be crucified in a tank of water. <laughs> <laughs> will he escape? Um, they would. Nope, just like the With a straight jacket on. <laughs> With a straight jacket on. Well, that's a, you got a good eye. I didn't see that. Boy, there it is. Catholic. So, I'm looking at it. I still yeah. don't see it, but I believe you. Yeah, it's uh, it's when Arnold fishes. We're jumping up a little bit. When he fishes the uh, dog tags out of the entrails. Yeah. And they did- yeah, if you, if you freeze on it. And then I looked up, you know, 1980s Army dog tags, as you do. And it says it gives you the name, your social, your blood type. So he's A positive, and it gives hmm. your religion Okay. Uh, around uh, second forty-three, we get a close-up. Yeah. yeah, it's a little bloody, so I can't read it. That it is. There's a lot of blood <laughs> in this you. one. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of a positive blood on it, which is you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Arnold, Arnold, taste it. A positive. <laughs> this is opera, all right. Great a positive. <laughs> I, I was reading about. I was reading about because as you do, I was reading about blood types, and a positive is the uh, second most common uh, blood type for what it's hmm. worth. What's the What's the one that's that's friends with everybody? O is that O positive? I think it might be O positive, or is it O yeah. negative? Which I think I am. Maybe. Oh, then you're you're. You guys want any blood? You're supposed to. <laughs> you're supposed to donate right all the time. Apparently, yeah. yeah. Oh, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys discuss where this takes place is this uh does this is this supposed to take place in one of those 80s fictitious banana republics yes kind of like commando it is and they mm-hmm. never say um the name of the country right the fiction the fictional country they're supposed to be in is is valverde which they mentioned in predator 2 of it. you're going to return to valverde have some beers in Valverde Matrix. Excuse me. How long is the flight? We land in Valverde in exactly 11 hours. The events in this movie taking place, um, it's where Die Hard 2, if you remember the Generalissimo, they're trying to free from uh, prison. He's supposed to be like the the big general, the big Soviet general um, of, of the country of Valverde. So yeah. they well, is, that, is that the one from Commando 2? Yes, it is the one from uh, Commando. From Commando. Yes. So, okay. Yes. All right. So Arnold's been here before in a different life, <laughs> a, a, a very slightly different life, <laughs> like not that removed of a life. I love how they chose Valverde as the name of the yeah. country. It sounds yeah. like the number yeah. eight combination at Azteca. You know? <laughs> 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 but but they, threw a, they threw a couple yeah. of classic 80s 
Russians in too. Right. So yeah. 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 You always got to have real the Russian big bad. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a real smorgasbord <laughs> of 80s. But that's how you know it's the bad guys. That's how you know it's yeah. the Soviet <laughs> Union behind all this is, ah, look, a humongous, <laughs> a humongous Russian. It's the Soviets. But the, see, that's what's so interesting. We have that whole setup yeah. at the first 20 minutes or 25 minutes, and then we have an alien? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, I have a great question, by the way. I'm just I'm watching the uh like uh Mac digs in with his knife and picks up the you know fishes out the 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 dog mm-hmm. tag from the entrails. But are the entr does that in- oh, this has to be wrong? I'm gonna say it looks like <laughs> you see later that he pulls out that he yanks out uh Billy's spine and skull very dramatically, yeah, you know, way at the cleanly. end. It almost looks like there's a spine in here, but maybe it's just a bunch of like just good old fashioned. I, you know, I like the entire like intestine just fell out like a diagram you'd find in a health book. It's like, this is the large colon. Yeah. It's like someone just like dumped it there. A Victorian yeah. health book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those etchings <laughs> couldn't be creepier. Yeah. Scratch yeah. and sniff style. Oh, those are the worst. Remember those? <laughs> <laughs> this, you know, guts. for the eighties, this movie is cool. surprisingly well gross. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. just what I mean? I don't know. It's just yeah, like not it's either, cheapy it's gross, either, like not like pink and fake. Yeah, there, and there, it has yeah. its own level of gore that is is a little it's it kind of stuck with me today in 2018. Yeah. Mm, you know, absolutely. just it it just yeah, yeah, I mean usually you're like, ah, it looks ridiculous. And there's a few of those shots here, but but mm-hmm. there's something I don't know, it's 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 its own stylized it looks it's, stickier yeah, it looks like everything's humid and <laughs> sinewy and i can't i don't know it look it stands up as you're like oh that's disgusting like those, <laughs> those skin bodies are like oh those yeah. are like like those look like someone was like working on those bodies it's not like a clean look like in buffy where willow rips the skin off that one guy so clean there you're like what am i looking at but here it's right. like yeah, no, right. <laughs> I know exactly what I'm there's a there's at. a certain bubbliness to the entrails. Yeah. That that yeah. it kind of yeah, yeah that that just it stuck with me. Yeah, no, it's yeah. one of the things I love about this movie. And I, I love eighties movies in general and and practical effects. And it's it's a gem when mm-hmm. you come across a good practical effects heavy movie and the effects don't take away from the film, right? Like there are so many movies that have bad practical effects and they immediately will pull you out. Um, but when it's done right, mm-hmm. I think practical effects as compared to CGI are so much more effective. And this movie really nails it. I think it, I love this part when he's, <laughs> it's disgusting, but when he's digging through the entrails, like it looks like he's digging through the entrails. Like it's gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I I think it's John McTiernan just really taking his big first chance really seriously, and he's treating his characters really seriously. So by the time they meet their ends, uh, it's done in kind of like what Tim Gunn would say, like a tasteful way. It's not like make it work. We're just like hacking off limbs of them, and like well, except for Dylan, um, but <laughs> but like, but like the, they're they're all they're all dying in different ways, but. Um, it's it's done in such a way where either off screen or on screen, um, like you're saying, Jeff, it's it's practical, but it's like it's and like Jerry is saying, it's it's just enough to make it like 
it was like like how real were they aiming for this because right. they're they're really they're hitting close enough where it's just eerie where like i don't mm-hmm. really want to go in the woods for, yeah. for a while well if it's not yeah. and if it's not good <laughs> enough then it looks fake and it pulls you out of the movie yeah. and if they go right. too far and there's blood flying everywhere then it's it then that feels fake right so they they really hit the sweet spot right it's yeah. right there mm-hmm. that perfect spot in the middle um yeah, it's fantastic. I love it. Yeah. Um, I, I think there's a couple, uh, or well, there's a foreshadowing I'll, I'll refer to earlier. So in an earlier minute, and I'll refer to Hawkins foreshadowing here too, but in an earlier minute, they do come across the chopper that was downed. It's hanging, you know, these trees and these vines. Um, and when Pancho and Dylan go in there, they're looking around and the chopper's been emptied it's been stripped it's been gutted essentially and it's hanging in the vines to me that was a strong indicator of foreshadowing um along with some foreshadowing that we're making right now where who's walking under these skinned bodies and looking up it's it's the rookie it's the the green neck the the temp, the tenderfoot it's hawkins he's looking up in wonder and um it just just makes you think like <laughs> what's going through his mind like Gee, that's like that'd be an awful way to die. That'd be that'd be terrible to be skinned and hung from a tree. <laughs> well, what I think yeah. uh, an interesting line is that's no way for a soldier to die. Mm. Yeah, meaning, 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 like, well, yeah, whoever's yeah, doing yeah. this is cheating. They're not. They're not right. playing by our rules. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Has this guy not heard of the Geneva Convention? What's going on? Yeah, because it's got to be a chapter in there about. Yeah, fling people. Like no fling, not even a little. Like a little bit. Like yeah. nope. Which I, I I I would like if we if we have a moment. Can we do a little round the you know round the horn here uh, of what everybody's favorite line in the movie is? I know it, I know it's early. Oh. I know it's early, but Tom, favorite line in the movie? I I had a friend in high school, Stuart McGregor, who just quoted this movie <laughs> constantly, and he always did Billy's little thing, <laughs> where he's like, "It was a firefight, major." <laughs> It was a firefight. They're firing on all the records, <laughs> but I can't find a single track. <laughs> so I just have that in my head. I think it's even slightly misquoted, but I'm quoting my friend doing it in 1987 as opposed to quoting the movie. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but I love that. And I also love Arnold's, the CIA's got you pushing too many <laughs> pencils. Oh, so good. <laughs> so good. Dylan, you son of a bitch. Dylan! What's the matter? The CIA got you pushing too many pencils? <laughs> these words come naturally out of my mouth i'm talking like a person all right well john uh i mean i go back and forth like seeing each minute (laughs) over and over again um i i have to go with the line stick around stick around to me it's 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 just like like, (laughs) he like we exaggerate i mean he, he says it like so casual and just so carefree in the middle of this firefight and in the middle of this movie which yeah. if you look at this movie like from afar you're not you're saying there's not a, there's not going to be any room for any jokes and yeah, right. really that's kind of like the last funny thing before we see um hawkins tell billy a joke and you know and billy laughs at it those are like the last moments of humor in the movie and and for some reason that's just one that one has always I don't know, stuck around with me <laughs> for some reason. Just <laughs> now, to the point. He almost looks at the he camera does. when he, he does. Almost look <laughs> at it. Yeah, I did it. I got he's one. So happy with himself. Like, yeah, yeah, I stuck that guy with that machete. And that, can you? Did anyone else see that? That was amazing. Who's with me? Shot. Uh, I, I love that line so much that um, my 
uh, when it came time to give gifts to my best men at my wedding, um, my two brothers, Aaron and Zach, uh, fun fact, Jeff here was the DJ at my wedding. Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah. (laughs) Um, That I gave them each my brothers each a pocket knife with uh, engravings. My younger brother, Zach, I gave, he was a former co-host of the show also, naturally, because his last name is Zabriskie, so he's been on the show. Um, but Zach Zabriskie, I gave him a knife that said, it's dangerous to go alone, take this, which is a quote from uh, Legend of Zelda from the oh, NES. Nice. And, and, you know, and, and <laughs> wow. Aaron's, and this is whatever, whatever we were looking at eight years ago, uh, Aaron says, stick around. So it's it's been something that has been like <laughs> like the Predator. It's been like in my life, in and out, alongside the other scenes and uh, movie quotes. But stick around has just been the one that's just, <laughs> just really, really stayed with me. Jeff. Yes. Uh, I. It's, it's another classic line, but I always come back to Jesse Ventura saying that he's a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus. Goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus. Because... <laughs> <laughs> It's one of those things when I was a kid, I was so confused by it. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know what it meant. I don't want right, to make that yeah. kind of <laughs> 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 And then in my books, and I'm glad. <laughs> I knew what a Tyrannosaurus was. I had a vague idea of what sex was. Um, but, and putting them together confounded me. I had no idea. And as I got older and watched it again, I still don't know what the fuck he means when he says that. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, he says it with such confidence and conviction. Uh, I just, I love it. Yeah. All the lines from from Jesse Ventura are just gold in this movie. Oh, so, so good. Yeah. I mean, does, 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 does he, does, does he know that the Tyrannosaurus is extinct? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it's just sort of <laughs> right. it's kind of baby arms. It is. It's oh interesting. I, you know, um, Tommy, you might know my favorite. Do you know my favorite? Do you want to take a guess at it? <laughs> I will just take a guess. Is it? Uh, I ain't got time to bleed. I ain't got time to bleed. Well, that's interesting, and that, mm. of course, would get honorable mention. Okay, I, I mm. would say that that might be the most famous line uh from this movie would yeah, it not maybe. be i mean it's it's put squarely uh, yeah. i didn't, I didn't say the best but famous line probably probably maybe yeah. memorable yeah. for sure his, name of his autobiography actually it's, i ain't got time to bleed <laughs> yeah but um actually my favorite was i wouldn't waste that on a broke dick dog i wouldn't waste that on a broke dick dog yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> because i didn't <laughs> I wasn't sure if that was like an anti-spay and neuter thing. <laughs> like I, I didn't know where where it was going. What would you wait like a broke dick dog? Yeah. Like as a but but you would give it to a functional dick dog? Yeah. yeah. A dog here with a go. functioning dick. Yeah, That's here you size. are. Here you go, you're functional to... dick dog. Yeah, yeah, you're good to go, you functioning <laughs> dick dog. Yeah. They're functional. <laughs> Congratulations. Hey, dog, is your, yeah. is your dick functional? You... Yes? Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, well done. <laughs> and then, I mean, a, a, di- a, a dick has more than one function, so what are we talking about? <laughs> now you're getting the sexual How tyrannosaurus. Territory. Yes, yeah. territory. I know. Who would win in a fight between a anyway. sexual tyrannosaurus and a non-broken dog? 
I'm going to start a website arguing my side and <laughs> make everyone mad on Twitter. It's what you know the the, the open the, the the first like twelve or fifteen minutes of this movie is so insanely over the top uh, with mm-hmm. this manly you know yeah. spitting oh, you know so jaw on boots yeah. and sexual tyrannosauri or whatever and, and then chewing and tobacco then, and spitting on each other's boots yeah exactly oh, and then the, so and then great. like the stick around and I wouldn't waste that on a broke dick dog they stop the movie. <laughs> Every once in a while, to deliver one of these, you know, one of one of these lines that you know they they stick out like that snail on a branch, yeah. <laughs> just and and it doesn't always make sense, but but you love it. But it lands, yeah, you love it. Yeah, but it, I, I mean, it it lands with uh, not a thud, but with an explosion. <laughs> With this like this cultural explosion, I my, my theory is that looking at the original script, the eighty five script versus uh, the movie, I I mean so much of those little stick arounds and uh, ain't got time to bleed were just you know they're just added on set. They're there in the jungle. It is hot and humid and uncomfortable. Everybody <laughs> having diarrhea from <laughs> drinking the vine water. Right, and, right. They're just they're just throwing this together for the most part, and that's that's what makes this like. I don't know. That's what makes this movie so beautiful to me. It's just like we're patching it together here and there. And you watch the behind the scenes. You're like, oh, everybody is like over the top. Also explaining how hard it is to film there. You see every scene, anytime they're moving across the jungle, they're going uphill or they're going downhill. There's no flat area. Um, so yeah, I think, I think the lines are a great way for them to just kind of blow off some steam. Bennett. Let off some steam. Bennett. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you, you right, wonder right. how much uh, Shane Black had to do with that. Just being a funny mm-hmm you know, quality writer on set, you know, I wonder how yeah. much of those he lines said, he filled in for them. He says he just added the two pussy jokes. He said that's, he still stands by that to this day, that he only added those two jokes and everything else in the well, script looked really clean. And he just his stands job by is his done then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his job is done here. Maybe we just kind of put him up with Hoppe. Yeah. You know, speaking of those two pussy jokes with everybody having a, a superpower, you know, and and, 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 and that's his, you know, that's that character's. Yeah. Is Arnold's character the fact that he's circumspect? Is that his super, I mean, is that his superpower, mm-hmm. that he's circumspect? You're, you're going to have to remind me what circumspect means. Oh. I'm like an English <laughs> teacher and I totally... Yeah. With, what it, ca- careful to consider all circumstances and possible consequences. Prudent. Oh, mm. I, could, I could see that. I... I've, I've always like thought of him as just like the, like kind of like the boy scout, like Dylan mocks him or later on being really inventive and just, you know, but I mean, preparing he's, for success. All these other guys are, are, you know, swimming in bravado and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And, and Arnold's the one who doesn't really play that game. He's skeptical of everything. He only does rescue missions or whatever. You know, he's not in this, this job. And, yeah. you know, not here assassins. he is. We are rescue team, not assassins. Yeah. I guess that's, his, you know, he considers the consequences. He's, he's, not, he's not rash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, he's not spitting chaw. Right. You know, he's not, he's right. not, he's not telling uh, pussy jokes liberally. Right, right. I don't think you could. I don't think you could survive as leader of this group like that. I think you have to have the leader be kind of like the, uh, the 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 calm opposite, the the antipode of all this hijinks and 
M134 miniguns. And- yeah, and he knows what to say to all his crew members to make them calm, right? Like, yeah, he's mm-hmm. he's sort of the father figure. He's he's the guy in charge. I mean, we, me, John, and I talked about this back in a couple minutes ago when uh, he has a conversation, and uh, everything he says is to just reassure. Uh, who, Panchito. who was it? Oh, that's right. It was Panchito, <laughs> Pancho. Pancho. Yeah, everything he says is to reassure Pancho. And as soon as Pancho walks out of the scene, his face kind of drops and his <laughs> eyes droop, and you see him dart around, and you can tell he's worried, but he did not let that on at all to Pancho. So, and you see him do this several times with lots of different characters. Um, and I don't know, I've. I've talked about how uh, I think I have a man crush on Arnold in this movie. <laughs> um, he's just his act, he's just so good. His acting, I think, it's really underrated. His acting in this movie's one thing yeah, he should not it. do though, and and he does it in this mm-hmm. minute, is he shouldn't stand with his mouth open for a long time. <laughs> he thought, like when, when <laughs> Mac tosses him the, the dog tag and he catches it, and he's got his mouth open just a little bit, and he just looks. Oh pretty yeah, silly you're right. And pretty dumb. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> dog tags. Uh, <laughs> where'd Hopper go? Yeah, his his I lips are kind of half open. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder if he sounds like moving <laughs> 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 dog tags. <laughs> but not. <laughs> so that's just the moment. Right. Not like all the way. Not like. <laughs> you're right. <but> just. A, <laughs> 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 it turns the <laughs> down to like four. Right. <laughs> background. <laughs> oh, it's Catholic. He never told me it was Catholic. Fantastic. Very Catholic. This is now the podcast. We just sit around and go. Uh, all right uh john do you have anything else in the yes. in the show notes here we've kind of covered the extent of the minute i think sure i i i mentioned to you guys i'm probably cut it out last minute but i mentioned uh that every episode or so i'm looking at this 1982 field manual for the army uh specifically for jungle operations and um i look at it for different parts to see how it would relate to some of the things they're doing in the movie, some of the scenes we see, some of the things we come across. And when we come across the downed chopper earlier, and he mentions, you know, took him out with the heat seeker. Took him out with the heat seeker. The field manual had earlier stated, and I made a mention of this, but the heat, the field manual had stated, like, do not hover in the, you know, over the jungle in the chopper because you could be taken by, uh, taken down by small arms fire yeah. or mm. heat seeking missiles. And that's one of those things that stood out to me, like, oh, maybe like the Thomas brothers who wrote the script, maybe they're consulting the manual here and there for like what to look out for and like what to, um, what to do. And um, something that I found on page seven dash 10, it says grave registration. It's talking about, you know, if you have someone who falls in the jungle, someone who dies in the jungle, make sure to bury them right away. um, Partly to prevent their deterioration right and out in the open, but also because it can have a profound effect on troop morale. And and I can't help but think that, (laughs) right. Having, having, having these, these bodies hanging up over you is like, It is instantly changing the tone of this movie from like, oh, it's like we're tracking these these soldiers or these uh, cabinet minister and his aide, you know, and chasing the gorilla trail. We're going to have this classic 80s showdown to all of a sudden, like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's like, that's no way for a soldier to die. Like, what is happening? Like, this is not yeah. standard operating procedure for us making our way and, and confronting our enemies head on. 
Well, h- hence invoking the mother of God. <laughs> right. Mother of God. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a little, it's a couple clicks higher. Serious. It is. Yeah. <laughs> and we see, yeah. we see the story escalate here in the previous couple minutes leading up to this one. You know, they find the downed helicopter. Okay. That's scary. Then they go inside the helicopter and there's two dead bodies in there. Uh, okay. So now we're up to the next level. Now, a minute later, they crawl through the jungle and they find skinned bodies hanging from the trees. So the pace at which, at, at which things escalate, you know, intensifies rather quickly. Uh, yeah. So going from oh shit to oh shit to oh goddamn it shit, <laughs> you know, <laughs> what the hell is going on now? Why are there skinned bodies hanging from the trees? Uh, and it kind of leads into, you know, well, now we know that whatever we're dealing with is not just some gorillas, mm-hmm. right? This is, yeah. this is something bigger, something more sinister. Not, not only just like kind of, uh, you know, rousing up their, their nerves, but also, you know, possibly, right. If I'm just talking about this minute, I'm going to predict that <laughs> it's going to make them even more like just ready to, to take on any forces they come across. Like you're going to do this to our guys. Like we're, we're not going to take any prisoners. There's not going to be any quartering or there's not going to be quartering. There's not going to be any, 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 any mercy given to, yeah. to the enemy. If, if you're going to play this way, then we're they all glance at their right, watches and realize really that it is payback time. Payback time. <laughs> 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 oh, another Jesse. My, my, uh, payback time. Right. And that's, that's, you know, future minute. That's when we meet our, our, our next character. I, I can't wait to talk about the minigun. Oh, <laughs> yes. Mr. Yes, yes. Painless. Old painless out of the bag. There's, there's, you know, it, it sounds like there's something uh, clement about that, I guess, in the sense mm. that you're, I guess if, if you're killed by that, um, you know, the, there's a certain clemency, I guess, if, if you're, if you're chewed up by it, cause it's so quick. Is that why it's painless? Yeah. <laughs> Cause you're being, yeah, right. Cause you're being hit by however many. You're just chewed up and, and it's, yeah. As yeah. opposed to being flayed or having your arm shot off. Yeah. Or, I mean, yeah. old painless is a, I mean, it has to be a callback to the, right. The gun they kill old yeller with at the end of that story. <laughs> right. Isn't the rifle called old painless in that novel? Is it really? Wow. I didn't know that. I have no I idea. It. I never read I, old yeller. I wow, they've, too much. they've really upgraded old painless. Yeah, this is old painless. <laughs> like, there's bits of old yellow all over the farm. There's bits of- <laughs> <laughs> Holy mother of God. <laughs> mother of God, <laughs> Paul. <laughs> old yeller, too. The revenge. <laughs> I'm not even sure he was sick, Paul. <laughs> oh, man. I'll, I'll dress the script a little bit here. Okay. Last minute, I mentioned I found I found it. Uh, I found uh, the older script, the not the nineteen eighty seven seventeenth draft, but the first draft from the uh, ni- from the year nineteen eighty five. And in the nineteen eighty five script, there's a there are a whole lot of things that change from there to the movie. Namely, almost everybody character wise has a different name, has a slightly different mm. makeup, a different moxie. Billy is in fact a Central American Indian. He is not mm. United States American. He he's he's clearly from around that region that they're in um, Billy in fact survives and he's the one who goes to the chopper uh, spoiler alert for Anna and every other character <laughs> um, um, plot wise, like a huge difference is that they going into the jungle in the original script knew 
about Hopper following the down chopper. They knew that there were CIA men uh, in the uh, chopper when it was originally downed. So um, unfortunately, you know, unfortunately in that script, that means we're surprised a lot less when they come across the, uh, the, the guerrilla camp, they come across the um, executed hostages being CIA agents and not the cabinet minister. And, and I really like how they switch those things around for the movie. And it's more surprises for us um, along with the alien. We also seal, right? Just the, we, we, see the change in what they thought they're getting into uh, versus uh, what, what they actually weighed into. I'm surprised no one mentioned uh, the symbolism of the vulture getting kicked away. It's like mm. th- those guys up there in the trees might be dead, but, uh, but me, no, I'm, I'm not dead yet. And I'm going to kick away mm-hmm. this symbol <laughs> of my mortality. Oh my goodness. Like this harbinger. Yeah. And so, who's uh, kicking uh, it? It's, it has to be, it has to be Hawkins kicking it, right? Because Hawkins is the one strolling up there above the guts. I think it's Hawkins, oh. and and yeah. you know he of the crew. He's he's the next one to, yeah. or he's he's our first one we, we lose. Oh yeah, he's the first to die. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Maybe I mean maybe because he kicked the vulture. Well, the yeah. vulture's just vulturing. Yeah. Once again, Hawkins. hubris, hubris. <laughs> payback time. Yeah, payback. Time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have one question. Can mm-hmm. somebody mm-hmm. explain to me the utility of Billy's hat? I don't understand <laughs> these types of hats. It's an Aussie hat. It's a good hat. I looked it up. I didn't say it wasn't a good right. hat, but uh, if Just you're looking, it so it has, hat, a br- it has a brim in the front and a brim in the back, and both sides mm-hmm. are curled upwards. And yes. uh, so is that only for the man who's <laughs> facing the sun or directly facing away from the sun <laughs> it's party in the front and oh. the back and the side <laughs> on the other side oh. <laughs> it's all party oh. all the time well blaine is wearing a hat that's kind of similar it's that australian army soldier mm. hat where it's meant to be put up at the side so you can shoulder your rifle and now why blaine has that i'm not really sure because blaine is Right, I, you never see any of them shoulder anything. It's always just at the hip, <laughs> you know, like held, you know, using the iron sights. So I'm not really sure why they have the funky hats. I think it's just kind of giving him like a little bit of his own look. Like everybody has a different hat. I mean, even Dylan, Dylan, who has just the in my mind, he has the most ridiculous looking try at a hat. He's just, it's just he's trying to yeah. blend in, and it's so obvious by his I'm a tough his guy outfit. Too. He's like, I'm one of you guys. Yeah, I'm a tough guy. <laughs> Although I don't want to make fun of Carl Weathers. I love Carl Weathers. And I love that I get even just a few oh, seconds no. of him in this in this minute. Absolutely. We'll delete all this so I can ask him on this. <laughs> <There you go>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do only get a split second of Carl Weathers and he is yeah. he's got that like high like almost baseball cap looking hat yeah. uh solid yeah. green yeah mm-hmm. that's what they call it in the script they do call it yeah. a baseball cap. and then dutch has no hat no yeah he starts with a hat if you remember like when he's first that's right, off oh, yeah. that's right yeah he's wearing like this 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 kind of black i don't know what you call it, like an, like a cadet hat i think is what it was called um at the time but then like after that he's just totally doffed and he's he's hatless he needs no hat <laughs> He needs yeah. no hat. <laughs> it's how you know he's the one who's going to live, right? It's like, who's wearing a hat? Everybody. But- <laughs> yeah. 
and those skin bodies. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're going to make it. <laughs> a little bit of trivia, a couple uh, little name tidbits is that Jim Hopper, the name of the leader of the Green Berets strung up here, is also the name of the sheriff played by David Harbour in Stranger oh, Things. Mm. Um, and yeah, looking at the Stranger Things wiki, it even says like in its own trivia section for Jim Hopper of Stranger Things, it says his character and look is based on Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones and Han Solo. Which That's funny. Was, I was thinking I had to put that mm. in there. There's another time. Yeah. I was gonna. Well, I, I didn't even know they're gonna say that because there's that. There's, there's this. I don't know if you watched the show, but there's a scene in season two of Stranger Things where he does the full like uh, indie reaching in at the last second and grabbing his hat back kind of move. Yes. Oh my gosh. Right. I, I watched season two like a, a few months ago. And I guess I forgot. I have. Jeff, I have. I that? forgot about that until you just mentioned it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. Yeah. That's awesome. Great, oh, great show. Stranger, Stranger Things. Yeah. Stranger Things show. Okay. And, and the last little name tidbit I have to leave you guys with is that um, something I, I was, I think I was talking with Jeff or someone else a few minutes ago, but we were talking about like, do these predators have mm-hmm. names? Like certainly they go back to their planet Yalcha Prime and they address each other by whatever name. And online, the kind of colloquial term for <laughs> this predator in the jungle is not just jungle hunter. It's anytime. Anytime. And I think that is, <laughs> that is an awesome name. If you're going to be named anything, just call me. Wow. Anytime. Sounds like a wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you, you guys have. I don't think like, his name is like Steve or something. I'm so embarrassed. I've been calling him over here this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know if I, if I want to roundtable this or not, but if I were, let's pretend I am, and you guys are here, why not? Why not? What would be your predator name for me or what, what i think what, what, what i think his name would be this predator mm, let's go you if you are one of these cool alien oh hunters what would you name yourself besides just tom maybe maybe there's something more to tom like i would just Thomas uh or- i wouldn't kid around i would just be ig88 i would just call myself ig88 because <laughs> <laughs> who's gonna argue with going me for the bounty angle yeah oh bounty God, hunter. Awesome. yeah for trophies for yeah. trophies <laughs> um I'd go with Sticky Paws. <laughs> That's your name here on Earth. That'd be mean, yeah. And then the, I mean, the real, the real, <laughs> the real challenge would be, you know, like making that menacing. <laughs> yeah. You know, be like, mm, right. oh my it's god, sticky paws. it's Sticky Paws. We talked about Sticky Paws. Oh my god, I'm gonna kill. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like <laughs> it's like four guys who are completely freaked out, grown yeah. men, dream parades, sticky paws. <laughs> and there's one guy who's just laughing like what you gotta be kidding <laughs> right kill me first i can't keep a straight face just go ahead sticky paws <laughs> i hope he didn't bring bunny bottom with him <laughs> i don't know jeff what, what would you go oh, man i don't know uh so one of my favorite like things from the predator universe is uh, in predator 2 there's me and John have talked about this. There's a I love Predator Two because it's not a great movie, but but it is a great movie. And uh, there's a there's a scene when the Predator is climbing down the side of a building, and uh, the camera kind of zooms in on the Predator's face, and he does like the ah! and like his jaws open up really wide, yeah. and he makes like a weird like ah! sound, and, and it looks it looks really bad, and it always. It always cracks me up, and it makes me think that in that moment, that predator is actually just like a, a five-year-old predator girl. And uh, 
So maybe maybe my name would just be like Sally or something. Sure. Yeah. Sally, get down from there. Yeah, well, Sally. Jeff, I really need to I need to hear that song again. Give it to me one more time. And the camera like zooms in and the predator's eyes get wide and it looks <laughs> Oh man. That's great. I'm supposed to be in bed. Oh, that's good stuff. that's my bedtime hunting fools in the city all right john it's back Uh, to you yeah um oh in terms of names it's one of those things jerry i don't know how you do it so often where you ask a question then you're just like boom you're ready or like (laughs) i ask a question i'm like and i'm a teacher so like i don't always have the answers i'm usually like i'll ask the students and i'll pretend like yeah i'm doing all the like i'm the smart one but i never answer the question oh man i would just go something corny i'd go like i'd go like the claw or something like that no I would go. I would go with the Ooh. viper. It's, and then people would be like, "The viper? You mean like that?" And as they're trying to process, like, you mean that corny like thing where they come and wipe your windows, but you have that accent like in GI Joe, like the vipers, <laughs> and then boom, they're dead. It's like <laughs> viper. Oh, yeah. Nice. Very nice. The, very nice. <laughs> the viper. <laughs> right. Well, I'll add in, in, in a, a much more creative. Way. <laughs> anyway, uh, John, I think we have gotten through all of our notes here yeah i, th- I think we've I think we've killed it so to yeah. speak like uh like sally yeah, that's <laughs> right <laughs> um I'd, I'd say the last little bit i'm gonna put on is just um here at the very end of the minute arnold leading us into the next minute about to tell us where he knew this man or these men i can't really tell from his accent <laughs> but <laughs> he's he's doing some great little aside acting I, I always love that in the movies it's a very movie or play thing to say like hey let's have this conversation away over here away, away from the rest of the gang but I, i've always liked that to be like oh we're going to be in on something yeah. private that nobody else is you know so that's my last little bit of arnold props <laughs> so yeah do you guys have anything else for this minute i just hope everyone's okay i hope everyone gets out of this already yeah. i'm a little worried yeah. i think i think they're gonna be fine okay don't worry about it thank yeah. you yeah i've i've, I've spilled my guts <laughs> what <laughs> Give me the <laughs> room. Oh, yeah. You need the drum beat, John. Where's the drum beat? Oh, jeez. There we go. <laughs> so then Jerry went and made the worst pun he could. It was a sad day in the podcast. Okay. And, and they thought Jerry John missed his opportunity. <laughs> right. We all lost, no matter who won. Do we want to end with... Um, uh, some recommendations and then close it out. I, I think that'd be, I think it'd be fun. So Jeff and I, um, I don't know, Jeff and I, we listen to a lot of other movie podcasts and when they're the weekly variety, a lot of times they'll talk about anything they've seen or read or just like really done that they would recommend to listeners. And last week we were talking and Jeff, you recommended, do you remember what you recommended? I think I recommended the TV show homecoming on uh, Amazon prime. Yeah. And I was, yeah, and I was recommending the anime Castlevania on Netflix um, for <laughs> kind of an interesting tie-in that you really have to listen to those last five minutes of that episode <laughs> to really understand the tie-in to Carl. Oh, yes. that's right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if, if if you guys want, do you have any recommends you'd like to you know throw our way or throw the audience's way? I was uh, really into um, on Netflix, um, The Haunting of Hill House. That series, mm, it's very yes. very good. I've, I've watched it; it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah surprisingly nice. good. I'm, yeah, horrors like horror movies are definitely my blind spot, just because I am so I'm so easily scared <laughs> from watching movies. Just 
you know, this this movie, for example, like just made me scared of the woods for a while, for a good while. Kind of like people were watching Jaws, oh, sure. right, and being scared of the ocean. Like I was, I'd be terrified after like watching this movie as like a you know nine ten year old, like you know hiking all over the place <laughs> with the Boy Scouts and with my dad. Just oh, I don't wanna don't wanna hear any weird noises. But um, all right, so Jerry, you have a recommend? Uh, you know, I just started watching Narcos Mexico. And I love mm. that. I really dig that. As a matter of fact, after I watched the first, um, the very first one, I bought a ticket and went to Colombia. <laughs> I just just went by myself to Colombia. I was like, I love Narcos. I was like, this is amazing, man. I got to go to Colombia. Like, I got to go and get a I bunch did. of cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't take it that far. <laughs> yeah. Did you get off the plane? Be like, hey, I, I heard it. you guys have cocaine. <laughs> Say, I watched this show. <laughs> no. Um, so uh, you know, I've I've been uh, watching that, and that's cool. And as far as podcasts, I love the Hardcore History podcast. Mm. Oh, Dan, I love Dan yeah. Carlin. Dan Carlin, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah, and I've listened to a whole bunch of them, and I've yet uh, uh, to listen to a whole bunch of others. So I'm excited to dive back into that. <laughs> nice. He's, I love I love those those episodes that he tackles. Yeah, he's mesmerizing. Yeah, he is. Yeah. he's great. He's he's exactly the like the guy that you wish taught you history all the time right you know it's riveting mm. and he's not uh obsessed with dates and you know that sort of thing it's it's more like the the hows and the whys and isn't it crazy and it's ironic because this happened and you know mm-hmm. it, it's, he, may, he brings it to life and uh, yeah i love that stuff when i was first listening to podcasts back in the day that was one that uh, i would just you could just write his podcasts are so long and it'd just be so easy to just Mm-hmm. You know, put on one of those episodes and go about your business for seriously half the day. <laughs> yeah, like uh, his his like Rome podcast for like four or five hours, and you're just learning so much. You just think I should really be taking notes, like a like a college student. Like <laughs> I'm going to miss so much of this. So much of this is going to just leave. But <laughs> yeah, it's I, it's an awesome. Recommend. Thanks, Jerry. Um, gosh, I, I was let's see. My recommend would be uh, the novel Tarkin by James Lucino. Um, mm. It's uh, one of the canon novels after Disney bought up Star Wars. Um, it's, I don't know, I'm, I, I kind of geek out about the whole political side of Star Wars. So if you like that side of things, not the trade route taxation and the Senate meetings, it's really just really focusing on Tarkin's relationship with the Emperor and with Vader before uh, the events of Star Wars, the motion picture. Hmm. And I highly recommend it. Them just kind of planet hopping and seeing different alien races and Vader being a badass and <laughs> choking out dudes just for <laughs> you know making them angry. It's it's a great it's a great read. Tarkin. Nice. Cool. Yeah. cool. Uh, for my recommend, I'm gonna go with a movie this time. Um, as since we are doing a podcast about an action movie, uh, I saw an action movie recently that kind of blew my mind. Uh, it was called the night comes for us. Mm. It went straight, it went straight to Netflix. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. it stars the guy who was in the raid and the raid Two. If you've ever seen those movies, um, some of the greatest action movies ever made. And the night comes for us is unbelievably violent and bloody and is wall to wall. I'm serious. The movie starts and for the first, 45 minutes the action does not stop it's a it's like the first 45 minutes is, is an action <laughs> sequence that doesn't end and it's uh really violent uh, but really amazingly choreographed and shot i can't believe it was just dropped onto netflix uh it's really really good 
the night comes for us. Check it out. Yeah, they, it has those fight scenes that go in for like seven, eight, nine, ten minutes, and by the end of the fight scene, just the walls and the floor are bloodied, and the, the hero and the, the bad guys are bloodied. Did you watch it, John? Some, I did watch oh, nice. it on, on your recommend a couple weeks oh, ago. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was one of those things where I had it like I think playing because it's a you know they're it's all not dubbed it's all subtitled because yeah not speaking english so i just had it on while i was editing an episode and it would just be one of those things where i look over on the other monitor and just like i just have to watch it <laughs> oh like i have to watch this maybe i'll put off the editing and not do such a good oh, job oh man it's so good i forgot we talked about that before didn't hmm. we it's so good yeah. yeah i'd highly recommend checking it out awesome well thanks for the recommends guys i appreciate that it gives sure. us some other things to sure to. thank you uh, and thanks for being on the show Talk about where we can find our fine guests. So take it away, Jones. Jones. <laughs> Jones. Yeah, oh. Jira, you take. Oh, it this well, time. we guys uh, do what you guys do, but we do it with the Indiana Jones movies, and uh, you can find us at indianajonesminute.com. We uh, have recently completed the Last Crusade, and we're working on uh, talking about Crystal Skull one minute at a time. So um, that's what's mm-hmm. going on there. You were also on Facebook at the Indiana Jones Minute Listeners Crusade, which uh, has a lot of Indiana Jones, you know, just general fans, and it's really funny, and God, they're hysterical there. <laughs> just funny pictures and just, you know, kind of ridiculous <laughs> theories, and, yeah. you know, it's a lot of fun, so... That's what we do. I like where every once in a while someone will kind of snarkily put up the picture of R2-D2 and C-3PO and the hieroglyphs. are like, did you guys know this? Like, uh, I think Alex Robinson did that <laughs> either in your page or on the Star yeah, Wars right. page. It was just so funny. Like, did you guys know this? It's just hilarious yeah. that <laughs> Alex is the one doing it. Uh, but I also like seeing like the Kenner play sets lately, like those kind of throwback pieces to like, hey, remember like yeah. here's the where they're discovering the arc and all the little cool action figures and set. It's yeah. fun. There's a there's a great uh, movie by minute community and 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 it's it's fun. There's people actually all over the world contribute and it's 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 actually one of the best parts of doing these podcasts meeting people just from different places and hearing really funny ideas about the movie ridiculous <laughs> stuff oh it's so good I, you know, I just love it so much with like and i think with predator and now hot fuzz being covered and you guys covered last crusade you know star wars has been covered i think my top like four or five movies have now received the the minute the movie by minute treatment, which is just so neat. I, I, yeah, it's just something I love hearing people dive into some of the same things. Yeah, and I would even go on the crusade. You know, I'm asking questions here and there when you guys are posting the episodes. Yeah, um, if you want to see all the list of the movies broken down by minutes, you can go to moviesbyminutes.com uh, at last glance. Being right now when I type it up. Uh, we have 115 current podcasts covering movies. Whoa. That's not 115 movies. That's 115 podcasts with each podcast probably on average hitting upon, you know, one and a half to two and a half movies. So you, you spread that out and a lot of movies have been covered. But that also means that a lot of movies have yet to be covered. So, you know, if you, something floats your boat that, you know, you want to really analyze and share your ideas, grab some buddies, grab some podcasting equipment, pretty simple. Um, and then, yeah, put it out there. Start putting it out there. It's, it's really thrilling. Um, so, Jeff, what about you, co-host? Where can people find you, your favorite, <laughs> favorite part of part. this? You can find me on Twitter at Carl underscore Hungus. My name is Carl been expert. <laughs> please, please don't <laughs> flood my accounts. I don't want my servers to crash here. <laughs> uh, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. Jeff Glover. You can find me. All right. If you 
have i don't know how would you say it what's from this minute this is so gruesome you have dug dog tags out of the entrails of a suspended skin body please who has yeah please email us predator minute at gmail.com you can also let us know these gruesome stories publicly on twitter and facebook at predator minute and we're on all your podcasting services so for predator minute i've been john zabriskie i'm jeff glover Oh, I'm Tom Taylor. Hey, I'm Jerry Porter. And until next time. Is your cat destroying your furniture? Then you need Sticky Paws. Sticky Paws is a revolutionary way to control cats' behavior. It's economical, simple to use, and really works. Just remove a sheet of Sticky Paws from package, peel strip from brown application sheet, and place Sticky Side down anywhere you don't want Kitty to be. Just smooth it on, crack and peel the white backing, and your totally transparent sticky paw strip is now in place.